0: British Prime Minister Theresa May says enough is enough and things need to change. Good morning, Orlando. This is Orlando's news, weather and traffic here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Filling in for Bud, I'm Michael Yaffe. And I'm Deborah Roberts. And our top stories this morning, London police continue raids
1: after a terror attack and Florida lawmakers gear up for a special session. We'll have the
0: details coming up in one minute. We're going to talk about the terrorist attack. We're going to talk about Theresa May's comments and we're going to talk about Trump's comments as well this half hour on Good Morning Orlando. And good Monday morning at 601
1: on News Radio 1025. London police say they've detained even more people following the London Bridge terror attack. Counter-terrorism officers raided two more properties early today in the London area where they detained a number of people for questioning. Residents in the area reported hearing what sounded like gunshots and explosions. Earlier Sunday, police announced a dozen arrests. Scotland Yard said seven women and five men were in custody between the ages of 19 and 60. At least seven people were killed and dozens more hurt Saturday when three attackers drove a van into people on London Bridge before getting out and stabbing others at nearby. By borough Market. Police shot and killed the attackers. ISIS has claimed responsibility for the attack, but we still have 21 people in the various hospitals in
0: critical condition. And we still don't know who the attackers are. I believe they have not identified them the last I've seen.
1: They, yeah, there, there's been no public confirmation, but they're talking to their neighbors who have said, so we're just waiting for them to release the names.
0: Right. Yeah, I actually was reading that article. I think the Daily Mail had a piece on that, how the neighbors... Uh, one of the neighbors talked to him, you know, very often. yes, and that, was kind of worried
1: though. Well, okay, it was one of the uh, one of the other attackers' neighbors had expressed surprise, saying, you know, he was friendly, he would host barbecues, he's always sitting out in his patio. Really, he just couldn't imagine that this person was the one that ended up being radicalized and carrying out this deadly attack. Okay, interesting. But, but of course, we'll learn more about them as as. Police do as well and release that information. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. An interesting story also from overseas is uh, several countries in the Middle East are cutting ties with Qatar over terrorism fears. Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates, and Egypt have all severed diplomatic ties with Qatar. The countries are accusing Qatar of supporting extremism. Bahrain and Saudi Arabia are closing land, air, and sea borders with their neighbor, and Bahrain is giving its citizens in Qatar two weeks to return home. Several airlines in the region have announced their suspending service to the country as well. Facebook, meanwhile, says it wants its platform to be hostile to terrorists. The social media giant is responding to calls for closer regulation of the Internet, something I know you're going to be talking about. Uh,
0: Wait, la- Later this hour, in the 6.30, half hour,
1: yes. Okay, cool. Well, after this weekend's terrorist attacks in London, Facebook Director of Policy Simon Milner said Sunday the platform works aggressively to remove terrorist content. Milner said, quote, we want Facebook to be a hostile environment for terrorists. U.K. Prime Minister Theresa May said earlier Sunday that the Internet and big companies – that provide Internet-based services, give terrorist ideology which she called the safe place it needs to breed. Back here in the Sunshine State, the state capitol in Tallahassee is quiet today, but that'll change soon. The legislature is due back Wednesday for a three-day special session on the state budget. Governor Rick Scott says he has a deal to restore funding for tourism marketing and job creation.
2: For Visit Florida, we will have uh, the goal $76 million uh, with of funding for them. Then we'll have a Florida uh, Growth Grant Fund, which will be tied to infrastructure and job training, uh, which will help us uh, get more jobs, uh, and that will be for 85 million dollars.
1: The budget deal announced Friday also calls for a 200 million dollar increase in funding for schools. This special session will not be dealing with any of the rules for medical marijuana that had been. The real belief was that uh, they were going to call a special session specifically for that, but instead, it's about working out the the
0: budget. Are they ever going to work out this budget? Sure doesn't it, seem like it. you know.
1: I'm. I was surprised that the governor didn't uh, veto a, a lot of things, and and he still could. I mean, but the 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 word is he's going to sign it. You know, they're just working out some of these final kinks. I was surprised. It was a pretty tense battle between he. And the House Speaker this this session. Well, it
0: sounds like Visit Florida was one of those final kinks because the last I heard, yeah. that funding had went down to somewhere around twenty five million. Yeah, from I think the seventy five that he had asked for, and I and think now maybe, he wants it back to seventy five.
1: Yeah, well, I think this is their kind of way of having a kumbaya moment. So rather than take the chance that the governor would veto the entire bill, and uh, they are going to cave on that one issue. They'll cave on that one issue. Interesting. All yeah, right. isn't it? <laughs> and finally, pop star Ariana Grande, who of course makes her home in South Florida, is thanking the city of Manchester for coming together for her One Love Manchester concert.
3: I think that the kind of love and unity that you're displaying is the medicine that the world we need, really needs right now.
1: So I want to thank you for being just that. And I want to thank you for coming tonight. I love you so much. The singer returned to the city Sunday where a suicide bomber killed 22 people after her show on May 22nd. An emotional grande thanked her fans for, quote, being so uh, loving, strong and unified. Grande, Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, Coldplay, and more performed to raise money for the victims of the attack. The concert actually raised $3 million, and the British Red Cross says it's raised $13 million so far. She closed the show by singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. About 50,000 people, mainly young people, just like her concert in May, attended the sold-out event. Organizers expected to raise more than $2.5 million, so they beat their own estimates. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm glad everything was uh, safe as well. Everyone was safe. Everything... Was okay as far as I know. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, security was really ramped up. Every single person was checked. They had a ring of steel around the the concert venue. Um, And then, of course, they had armed officers on patrol as well. And I'd like to see that change, Mike. The one takeaway I have from the London attack is that there was a London officer that was one of the first ones to confront the terrorists. But he only confronted him with his baton.
0: Yeah, I think that's policy in f- with some officers not to carry guns. It's right?
1: always been a longstanding policy yes. in England that they do not arm their officers. There's never been any need to. I think there is now. But there is now. Yeah. and And just think of how much more that officer may have been able to do if he yeah, had a service
0: weapon on him. And um, he was he was very brave from what I understand, yeah, even he with just a baton.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He went you know, and it's not really about what he can do to the terrorists. It's about what the terrorists can be able to do to him. You know, our That's law enforcement true. officers are as much a target as anyone, sometimes even more so. Give them a gun, they, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we can all
1: agree that an officer should have a gun. Absolutely. Absolutely. WFLA News Time 608. Read about a woman giving friends the gift of children free of
0: charge. Okay, I'm very interested in that. Being a surrogate mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. I was For like friends. <laughs> I was like, you just showed up. Hey, here's a here's a gift. Here's right. my children. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> a lot no. of parents would like to do that. Yeah, I sure. know my mom and dad wanted to several times. <laughs> but this is a gift, actually. Okay, you can good. get the details at 1025WFLA.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando with Mike Yaffe starts now.
4: News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Hedinger and Deborah Roberts on News radio
0: 1025 yes and this is yappy the producer filling in for bud we have tom benson producing and of course deb's going to update the news at the top and the bottom of each hour in this half hour i want to take your calls and your reaction to what the british prime minister said in response to the terrorist attack to what trump tweeted and said in response to the terror attack unfortunately It seems too common. This is the third terror attack in the United Kingdom in the last three months. We're going to talk about that. We have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFL.
4: America sends our thoughts, our prayers, and our deepest sympathies to the victims of this evil slaughter, and we renew our resolve stronger than ever before to protect the United States And its allies from a vile enemy that has waged war on
5: innocent life and it's gone on too long. This bloodshed must end. This bloodshed will end.
0: That was President Trump last night at a fundraiser giving uh, comments in reaction to the terror attack in London. There's no doubt that he's been talking tough on this. There's no doubt um, that he's right that this must end, and that they are a vile enemy. There's been a lot of different reaction to Trump's tweets. We're going to get into a little bit of that. Some of it is just crazy because Trump is right. But before we get into that, I want to play the comments from uh, British Prime Minister Theresa May. I think she actually had some really good things to say. I think her comments, a lot of them, We're right on some of the things she said worries me a little bit, but in terms of what we're really facing and what they're really facing, especially in Europe, when she was saying what she was saying in her speech, I was like, wow, it's about time we heard this because it's true. She talked about how they're fighting an ideology, which I've been saying forever and it's gonna take more than just national security to defeat it. Well, let's listen to her comments here.
6: We cannot and must not pretend that things can continue as they are. Things need to change, and they need to change in four important ways. First, while the recent attacks are not connected by common networks, they are connected in one important sense. They are bound together by the single evil ideology of Islamist extremism that preaches hatred, sows division and promotes sectarianism. It is an ideology that claims our Western values of freedom, democracy and human rights are incompatible with the religion of Islam. It is an ideology that is a perversion of Islam and a perversion of the truth. Defeating this ideology is one of the great challenges of our time, but it cannot be defeated through military intervention alone. It will not be defeated through the maintenance of a permanent defensive counter-terrorism operation, however skillful its leaders and practitioners. It will only be defeated when we turn people's minds away from this violence and make them understand that our values, pluralistic British values, are superior to anything offered by the preachers and supporters of hate.
0: I think, I mean, it's somewhat refreshing to hear a world leader talk about Islamist extremism. And she's exactly right. It's going to take more than a defensive national security strategy to defeat them. We're going to have to defeat them in the battle of ideas. We're going to have to change minds. And that's going to take more than just military action or police action. It's going to take standing up to the radical ideology that has taken root in too many places across the world. And she said, you know, this is the greatest challenge of our time. It probably is because doing that's going to be difficult. And that goes, part of that goes to what Donald Trump said over the weekend when he tweeted out, Talking about we can't be politically correct about this. We're going to get more into that in a second. But that's true. This ideology wasn't created, you know, it just didn't come out of nowhere. It wasn't created in a vacuum. Europe, and especially Britain, they've been letting people into their country, thousands of people into their country that brought this ideology with them. And then because of multiculturalism and political correctness, they were too afraid to confront it. They were too afraid to criticize it. And now it has just grown and grown and grown. But now it seems like they're finally waking up and getting to and understanding that they have to fight it.
7: Over the weekend, I saw a story where it indicated that 80% of the people who live in the Muslim uh, neighborhoods in England would not report a conspiracy or some kind of terrorism going on if they knew about it. 80%. Yeah. Yep.
0: I mean, you have whole groups that believe in this radical ideology, even if they're not committing terrorist attack. They believe in this radical ideology and too, for too long, people in Europe and people in London and people in Britain have just been letting it go by. Oh, they don't want to offend anyone. Well, it's time to start offending people. <laughs> it's time to stand up and offend them and talk about the truth and promote good Western values. Text to 23680. We're going to get into Trump's comments next. We have that in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFLA. Yes, and this is Yaffe, the producer, filling in for Bud. Bud will be back tomorrow. If you want to keep in touch with me, by the way, you can send me a firm request on Facebook. Search Michael Yaffe. Send me a firm request. I will accept it. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Beyond Reason. Are so, Donald Trump over the weekend said some tweets, and frankly, it got some backlash that I really don't understand because of all the things that Trump has tweeted in his life, these are not things you should really get upset about. I mean, he said this, and this is one of them that got a lot of people upset. He said, We need to be smart, vigilant, and tough. We need the courts to give us back our rights, we need the travel ban as an extra level of safety.
7: Pretty presidential, except I'm sure everybody object, a lot of people objected to the travel ban mentioned.
0: Yeah, they object to the travel sure. ban, but he's right. And what's going on in the world? What's wrong? You know, I was against the initial ban where he said, I want to ban all Muslims. I didn't think that was feasible at all. Mm-hmm. But I think it's entirely reasonable to ban immigration temporarily from this list of countries because this list of country is known to have terrorist elements. And these refugees are known to have terrorist radical ideological elements. And that's what's happening in Europe. Mass immigration, they're putting in a radical ideology. And I understand that some of the terrorists were born in Britain. But a lot of times they have some kind of connection, either with family or with a mosque or with some other group to these countries in the Middle East. The Manchester bomber had visited Libya in the Middle East, had family connections with the Middle East. This wasn't created in a vacuum. This was being spread over time. I mean, there's that. There's a conservative commentator, Mark Stein, you've all heard of him. He had a book out called America Alone about how Europe was being infiltrated with this radical Muslim element and he wrote that book, what, 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. He's being proven right. So that was one of the tweets that got him a lot of trouble. And the other one was, we must stop being politically correct and get down to the business of security for our people. If we don't get smart,
7: it will only get worse. I came across an eye-opening article a few weeks ago about uh, the Christian population in in the United Kingdom has dropped from like 71% to 59% and guess who's making up the difference Muslims yep yeah that's exactly why right. and a lot of it's by uh,
0: birth rate and all that stuff yeah sure. they're definitely um so what do you think of Trump's tweets I think he's exactly right in terms of when he says we need we must stop being politically correct isn't that pretty much what Theresa May said in some of her comments that we can no longer just ignore this. She says enough is enough. Things have to change. We can no longer put up with these radical ideological elements. I, I mean, that sounds right to me. But of course you have uh, people like CNN host Reza Aslan. Oh boy. Yeah. Who tweeted out in response, uh, Trump is a piece of.
7: You you can imagine.
0: Yes. I can't say it. Yeah. Is not just an embarrassment to America and a stain on the presidency. He's an embarrassment to humankind. This is what Reza Aslan said. There's pieces all over the place about how Trump's not looking presidential. Mm -hmm. Stay classy, CNN. (laughs) He's not looking very classy either. That's exactly right. But Trump was elected because he's willing to say these things against the enemy. And, And he's right. He's willing to stand up against what we're fighting. And the backlash is uh, unwarranted, frankly. But that I means they're going to hate anything, he says, because he's Donald Trump. 407-916-5400. Text to 23680. I have some text coming in. We'll read that later. And we'll talk about some of the proposed solutions to fighting radical Islam in the world. Uh, some of them, I'm a little worried about that. We, we have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic as well in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's a beauty. It's an early morning. It's a Monday morning, Tom. What
1: do you mean it's a beautiful morning? We're like a couple of Garfields in here. I know we are. We're like the grumpy old Muppets that sit up in the box, you know, just complain about everything.
0: Yeah, but uh, Deborah Roberts, you're still here even though it's very <laughs> yeah, early, yeah. and I appreciate you coming in updating.
1: <laughs> oh, what we just blew Tom. Here he's trying to put some nice bump music on, and we just blow him right
0: out of the water. That's all right. <laughs> I, I'm used to, you know, hearing it from that and being yeah. the producer. Isn't that the truth? So now I get to be the host to bash the producer. <laughs> no,
1: no, I wouldn't do that. Well, I'm not going to take that opportunity away from you either.
0: <laughs> all right, Deborah Roberts, what do you got for us?
1: Well, I've got, uh, of course, our big story of the day. And of course, over the weekend was the London terror attack, the latest London terror attack. And ISIS is claiming responsibility for the terrorist attack in London that left seven people dead. The terrorist group's media arm made the claim last night. London police shot and killed the three attackers who drove a van into people walking on London Bridge and then stabbed people at nearby Borough Market and who were also wearing fake suicide vests. Dozens of people remain hospitalized from the incident. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. President Trump, meanwhile, is promising to protect the U.S. from terrorist attacks like the one in London that left at least seven dead. Speaking at an event at Ford's Theater, Trump called terrorists, quote, a vile enemy and said the threat of terrorism has gone on for too long. Back here at home, a surprise announcement from the governor and legislative leaders House Speaker Richard Corcoran says they've got a deal on the budget and should be able to settle all their differences during a special
8: session this week. And we're looking forward to the special session. I think we have a, the outlines for a, a tremendous session, a, pr- a productive session, and one that will... Uh do great things for the people state of Florida.
1: Speaker Corcoran led the drive to cut Visit Florida and Enterprise Florida, two of the governor's top priorities, but that funding will be restored once the legislature approves the new deal.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: In the meantime, <laughs> Northwest Florida counties are going to finally get a share of money given to the state for damages related to the 2010 Deepwater Horizon oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Governor Scott on Friday signed House Bill 7007 that guarantees the distribution of $300 million to eight counties, hard is hit by the spill. Now, under a settlement, Florida is to receive $2 billion for economic losses. Florida received its first payment nearly a year ago, but the fate of the money remained in limbo. Here's a shocker for you, Mike. House Republicans were adamant that the money could not be used on incentives to lure new businesses to the region. Mm. There okay. goes that Enterprise Florida thing rearing its yeah. ugly head again.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, that, so they're just going to put money from the budget to do that, I guess. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Finally, if you can't be president, being a best-selling author seems to be a good consolation prize. Senator Bernie Sanders is finding that out as his book royalties helped make him a millionaire last year. Sanders' release yesterday of his financial disclosure form shows an advance of almost $800,000 for Our Revolution. Besides the bestseller, Sanders also got an advance on an upcoming book for young readers and royalties. For his 1997 memoir, and in sports, an NCAA baseball tournament action: Florida fell six to two to Bethune-Cookman. The Gators will meet Bethune-Cookman again tonight with a trip to the Super Regionals on the line. UCF was eliminated by the Seminoles on Saturday. It was tough to watch their head coach uh, talk about the game afterward with the seniors, and uh, he got all teary-eyed. That mean so did I. Florida State stayed alive with an 8-7 to win over Auburn. The teams meet again in an elimina- elimination game tonight. And you can get these stories and more at 1025WFLA.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando with Mike Yaffe continues now.
0: Thanks, Deb. Mm. It's time to uh, get more of... Are you okay, Deb? It's... <laughs> I understand it's Monday. Come on now. Cheer I know. up.
1: Well, you know, it, no, I'm curious, just, you know, who suffers from bad sleep on Sunday nights? Raise
0: your hand. I do. Yeah, that's that's mainly. But it. I slept so much the rest of the weekend Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> that, I, that I'm OK. All right. And, but but it's time to get updated in the latest business news. And we have Gina Cervetti with the Bloomberg Business Report, who's going to tell us the latest going on in the stock market. And what do the futures look like, Gina?
9: Michael, good morning. The futures are uh, stabilizing here following the London terror attack on Saturday. Right now the Dow futures are down about nine points, so that's not really a big decline. We'll call that little changed, in fact. Uh, we have several economic reports to watch for today, and we'll talk more about that in a minute, but let's talk about what stocks did on Friday. They hit more new record highs as investors shrugged off a weaker-than-expected jobs report. We had tech leading the way. Tech has really been gangbusters lately, and the Dow will start out today at 21,206. The S&P, which gained 4 tenths percent Friday, begins at 2439, and that tech-heavy Nasdaq rose 59 points to 6306. For the week, the broader market was up about 1%.
0: And we have some economic reports to watch out for, right, Gina?
9: Yeah, we do. Today, we'll start it off with uh, first quarter productivity. We get the May data on the wide-ranging services part of the U.S. economy, services, and the final reading for orders of durable goods for the month of April. And as we've talked about before, durable goods are those long-lasting big-ticket items, everything from appliances to airplanes.
0: Yeah, we know that too many people in this country have either know someone or have had suffered from breast cancer but it looks like there might be a new drug out that actually slows the progression of it. Tell us a little bit more about uh, that.
9: It's still in the testing phase, but uh, AstraZeneca uh, says it has shown that its drug Lymparza slowed progression of a devastating inherited form of breast cancer that typically strikes younger women, potentially opening up a new use for a pill originally approved to treat ovarian tumors. The study results were presented at a meeting in Chicago of cancer doctors. Uh, The study was funded by Astra AstraZeneca, but what it showed was about 60 percent of those given limparza responded to the therapy compared with 29 percent of those treated with conventional chemotherapy now astrazeneca is running a large final stage trial of limparza as the first line of treatment to keep breast cancer from recurring after surgery and chemotherapy as we said it was originally approved to treat ovarian tumors
0: so that's some potential really good news out there so that's really good and um, I'm an Android guy, but you have a story on Apple and we have to keep up with what they're doing as well. So what's the latest going on with Apple?
9: Well, they have their annual developer conference today, and this year, for the first time in years, uh, the uh, developers conference will tout not just the software, but hardware as well. Uh, when it kicks off today in San Jose, California, the iPhone maker is likely to unveil iPads and Mac laptops, along with new versions of the operating systems for those devices, according to people familiar with the plans. It'll be the first time Apple has presented new hardwa- hardware at the conference since 2013.
0: And there's no doubt that every time they present some kind of new hardware, there's a, it's turned into a huge big deal. So we'll definitely have to keep an eye on that. All right, Gina, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
9: All right, Mike, have a great day. Thank you.
0: So some of the potential solutions thrown out there by British Prime Minister Theresa May and others to combat radical Islam and the spread of it have me a little worried, to be honest with you we're going to talk about that and take your calls as well. And we have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFLA. So I'm getting some texts in on what we've been talking about this hour, the terror attack in London over the weekend, and how Theresa May, the prime minister there, said that she, um, she talked about the war of ideas. She talked about fighting the ideology. And I'm getting some texts coming in that's saying you can't fight the ideology. It's a hopeless thing. One person said, to the extremists, we are the devil. And there's no way we're going to be able to convince them otherwise. He, the texters are making an interesting point. To those who are already radicalized and already extremists, it's going to be almost impossible to convince them. But I think there is something to be said about convincing, um, you know, n- from stopping this from spreading across the world. From fighting the ideology itself. It's the spread of the ideology we have to stop. It's the battle of ideas. It's kind of like with communism or whatever. In the Soviet Union. A lot of that was an ideological battle. And it will take going to countries like the Middle East. And it will take Middle Eastern leaders and telling them straight up in speech is saying you have to stop. With this Sharia law, you have to be for freedom of speech, for instance, freedom of religion, for instance, and promoting that to spread across the world. I'm not saying that's going to be easy. There's going to be a whole lot of pushback to do that. But I think that has to be a part of the plan here. Because a military strategy is just not going to work on its own. And a police strategy is just not going to work on its own. Now, Theresa May, uh, during her speech when she reacted to this, she also called for regulation of something else to fight against terrorism. This is what she said.
6: Second, we cannot allow this ideology the safe space it needs to breed. Yet that is precisely what the Internet and the big companies that provide Internet-based services provide. We need to work with allied democratic governments to reach international agreements that regulate cyberspace to prevent the spread of extremist and terrorism planning. And we need to do everything we can at home to reduce the risks of extremism online.
0: She's basically calling for regulation of the internet. And not only that, but regulation of speech on the internet. I want to fight terrorism as much as anyone. I want to fight the radicals as much as anyone. But is, but is anyone else a little bit worried about giving the government that much power when it comes to the internet? Because yes, they might might be based on good intentions now, but will that continue? Once you open that door for the government to really start regulating certain kinds of speech on the internet, are you worried at all about where that leads?
7: it could also lead to taxes. More regulation, more taxes.
0: Yeah, they've been trying to tax they would love sure <laughs> love to tax the internet more. Here's, There's no doubt about that.
7: Here's an excuse.
0: Yeah, that is, that is one excuse. But what she's talking about is regulation of speech on the internet and in that for governments to be a part of that. Do you think this is a smart move? Do you think this is something that needs to happen? Or are you like me and you're a little worried about giving the government that much power? Because yes, I want to fight radical Islam. Yes, I want to fight the terrorism, the terrorists. But there's always that part of me, that conservative part of me that's distrustful and honest, you know, a distrustful of government power. And it's that same old debate. How much of our liberty are we willing to give up for security? 407-916-5400. You can text to 23680. Is regulation of the internet like what she is calling for? Is that what's needed? Are you willing to give the government that much power? 407 916 Text to 23680. We're going to take your calls and texts next. And we have Rowena's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFLA. And this is Yaffe, the producer, filling in for Bud. You can send me a firm request on Facebook. I will accept it. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Beyond R. So we're talking about Theresa May's call for more regulation of the internet. And when she's talking about that, she's talking about regulating speech because that's what they're afraid of, the radical speech that can spread throughout the internet, which is a problem. But, it, you know, by the way, it doesn't just spread in the internet. It just spreads in a lot of the mosques over there. It spreads in a lot of the Islamic communities over there. It's way beyond the internet. And like I said, a lot of these terrorists have connections to these radical mosques and connections to groups in the Middle East. It usually just doesn't happen where they're just strolling through the internet randomly one day and they happen to stumble upon a video. No, usually there's much more connections with that. And I have, I'm getting some texts on this and you can text it 23680. I really like this text. This text brings it home to me. It says, how is it an inanimate objects are the problem... And not the people who use it. It's kind of the same thing where people blame the gun and not the people using the gun. It's the same thing. We always like to blame the inanimate objects, but it's not really about that. The internet's just a tool, it's the people who use it. Uh, another person says um, no go- government oversight of the internet is needed. One person says internet regulation will start with terrorism. Then they'll want to regulate other things such as conservatism or anything else that they choose. Here's what worries me about regulating the internet. Remember when after 9-11, we found out the NSA was collecting people's phone calls, monitoring people's emails and all that stuff. And we said, well, we need this. We need this for national security. We need this to fight terrorism. But notice now that the NSA is doing it for much more than fighting terrorism. They're monitoring calls of, say, the Russian ambassador, the Trump campaign, foreign leaders like Angela Merkel, and in Israel. What does any of that have to do with terrorism? The fact is it doesn't, but we opened the door to it and it spread to things much beyond its original intention. That's what happens when you give the government that much power. It can be incredibly dangerous. Let's take a call here. Let's go to Dolores in Winter Springs. Dolores, what's your take on this?
4: Hey, not only do I not think that the Internet should not be regulated because I agree that it'll start with, quote, terrorism and move on to conservatism, but every one of these people who committed this act were under investigation and observation by some sort of British, agency yet nothing was done so what is the purpose of monitoring the internet if you're not going to do anything when you
10: know that they're already involved
0: <laughs> you know that you know dolores that's actually it's actually a really great point i thank you for your call <laughs> it, yeah monitoring the internet is pointless when you're not going to do anything about it once you find out they're doing something now some like uh um we have i have columnist katie hopkins is saying we need to, they need to lock up 3,000 terror suspects now. Um, that can be a little bit disconcerting because he's, she's talking about people on terror watch lists. That's something else. You give that government that much power to start rounding up people just because they're on a quote-unquote watch list, that can be pretty dangerous. But one thing she is calling for is arresting people or at least getting rid of their citizenship, people that travel to the Middle East and join these jihadi networks, and then come back. That's something that can be done. Those people that do that, they can be either arrested or not allowed back in the country. I think Ted Cruz wanted to uh, pass a law similar to that in the United States, where if someone went over to fight for ISIS from our country, that we should renounce their citizenship. If they decide to do that, that that's a, that's something that can be done. And I think that's something that should be done. Also Trump's travel ban of those Muslim countries temporarily and extreme vetting. I think that's a good thing as well. That can be done. We have Deborah Roberts, who's going to come in. She's actually just entered the studio. She's going to come in and talk about the latest news at the top of the hour, including the latest on the terrorist attack in London And um, we'll have that in Orlando's news weather and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFO. Kathy Griffin apologizes and then plays the victim card. Welcome to Good Morning Orlando, where we talk about Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Filling in for Bud, I'm Michael Yaffe.
1: And I'm Deborah Roberts. And our top stories this morning London police continue their raids, and a Floridian is an eyewitness to the London terror attack. We'll have the details in one minute.
0: We're going to play the audio from Kathy Griffin's press conference at the end of last week, where she talks about. Well, first she apologizes and then talks about why she's a victim as well. We'll talk about that this half hour.
1: And good Monday morning, it's 7.03 on News Radio 1025. London police say they've detained more people following the London Bridge terror attack. Counterterrorism officers raided two more properties in the London area where they detained a number of people for questioning. In fact, earlier Sunday, police announced a dozen arrests. At least seven people were killed and dozens more hurt when three attackers drove a van into people on London Bridge before getting out and stabbing others at busy nearby Borough Market. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. ISIS is claiming responsibility for the London terrorist attack Saturday night that left seven people dead. London police shot and killed the three attackers who drove that van into people walking on London Bridge and then stabbing people at nearby Borough Market. FSU grad and Tampa CPA Brad Myers told Fox News he had just been walking on that very same bridge.
3: I heard a sound behind me, so turned around and saw a van beginning to go on the pedestrian walkway that I had. Had just been on just a few minutes prior.
1: Meyer says he saw at least one person jump off the bridge to avoid the van. Dozens of people remain hospitalized from the incident. Former Obama administration National Security Advisor Susan Rice is questioning whether President Trump's proposed travel ban would make the U.S. safer. Rice said on ABC's This Week, there's no evidence supporting the claim that banning Muslims from specific countries would make the country safer. Trump yesterday renewed his call for the travel ban, calling it an extra level of security. Rice said banning Muslims from the six countries targeted by Trump could alienate Muslim com- communities in the U.S. and risk the cooperation needed from them to continue the battle against homegrown terrorists
0: i don't think anyone's really surprised that susan rice yeah. disagrees with trump i mean, <laughs> just pointing that out
1: you're not shocked
0: <laughs> no, no no not at all no it did not wow. I'm still calm and in my seat after hearing that. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in other news, opening statements are expected today in Bill Cosby's sexual assault trial in Pennsylvania. Cosby's accused of drugging and sexually assaulting former Temple University employee Andrea Constant in 2004. Now, he's been accused of similar assaults by dozens of women, but... This is the only one that can be criminally prosecuted because of the statute of limitations. Now, the jury consists of seven men and five women. Only two of the jurors are black, and Cosby's defense team has already raised questions about the racial makeup of the jury, accusing prosecutors of blocking black jurors. Cosby is not expected to testify. The trial of a girl charged with manslaughter after allegedly, allegedly sending text messages urging her boyfriend to kill himself Starts today in
0: Massachusetts. So the boyfriend actually did kill himself and yep. after the text? Yes, he did.
1: Wow. Michelle Carter was only 17 in 2014 when prosecutors say she kept encouraging Conrad Roy to commit suicide. She's accused of also helping him research how to flood his pickup with carbon monoxide. One text message reportedly chided Roy for not being, quote, strong enough to take his own life. Jesus. Well, he,
0: he needed a better girlfriend. <laughs>
1: yeah, to say the Jeez. least. Prosecutors say Roy was hesitant to kill himself, while the defense has argued that text messages are free speech
0: and didn't cause the suicide. You know, the, I'm actually very curious where this is going to go, because, is I, she negligent? I mean, is there any
1: precedent for that? Is she culpable? No. I mean, as far as I know of, this is one of these new modern situations we find ourselves in.
0: I wonder if it didn't happen over text, if it just happened in person, would they say it's manslaughter?
1: Well, they probably wouldn't have any I proof. guess they wouldn't have
0: any evidence. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Wow. Now, if I remember the story correctly, um, she had said that he had you know, sworn her to help him and to encourage him, even if he seemed like he was chickening out. So her defense, when I remember the story, when it originally broke in 2014, was that um, she was just doing his will. And she shouldn't be held negligent for that. You, out of the gene pool.
0: Exactly. I mean, just if your boyfriend wants to kill himself. You call someone and you say, my boyfriend wants
1: to kill himself. I think he needs some help.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're not helping him by encouraging him. If
0: you really care for that person. Exactly. You try to stop him. You know, you'd
1: think that would be common sense, but. (laughs) I guess not. Can't always count on common sense. <laughs> it's not so common. No, exactly. And finally, how about a good story, Mike Yaffe? Oh, uh, Does that sound like a, a Monday morning? Uh, I
0: like a good story. Go how, ahead.
1: All right. Uh, finally, for this newscast, a kitten in Coco has been rescued after getting stuck in a storm drain.
10: I got you. Aww. Got it? Yep. Yeah, it was just
1: like a little just an itty bitty just like a couple of days old just an really? itty bitty bitty kitten yeah By itself? that's audio from the police body cam video yeah tumbled in the cocoa policeman nick hall and dale fountain got the animal out early yesterday on Otterbine Avenue after a resident heard it crying it was returned to its very happy owner
0: oh thank you you're I do, welcome i do feel better those stories always get me
1: good you know we we needed a we needed a mental cleanser after yes. the the text message story wfla news time 708 Believe it or not, but there's some experts who say more studying, less playing is good for preschoolers. Oh, dear God. Ah, your flakes have been thoroughly frosted for a Monday. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I thought that was something you do to Bud, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the you're in the big boy chair. Yeah, it's just whoever's in the chair. Exactly,
1: I exactly. But you can read the story for yourself at 1025 wflacom The second hour of Good Morning Orlando with Mike Yaffe starts now.
4: News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio
0: 102.5. All I'd have to say too is good luck trying to get a preschooler to just study I know. instead of play. Yeah, good luck with that.
1: <laughs> See how long that lasts. You know, I think if there's going to be any studying that's involved, just let them learn
0: how to be a human being.
1: Yeah. You know, get out there and play, learn what it means to compromise.
0: Well, there's a reason why they play. Exactly. It has to do with their development. And it has
1: to do with a, a lot of a lot of learning takes place during playing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, do, do they have to hit the books in preschool already?
0: I I
1: don't understand that. I don't either. I, I, I really, was really hope people shocked. don't
0: take I really hope people don't take that seriously and start.
1: I do too. I mean, when I saw the headline, I had to read it a few times cuz I thought, "No, that can't be correct. That doesn't sound like that's good child development."
0: Yeah, what do I know, I guess. All right, thank you, Deb. You had a good story and then you ruined another <laughs> another <laughs> you ruined the good mood. <laughs> Oh, right. but
1: I'm the cranky one on a Monday. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: I didn't say I wasn't. All right. Um, cranky Another news. person <laughs> who could ruin a good mood is Kathy Griffin. And we'll talk about that <laughs> this half hour and Orlando's news, weather and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFLN. So Kathy Griffin says basically it's Trump's fault that she did what she did. And that now she's the victim somehow. Because of what she did last week. You all know what she did last week. She had that now infamous photo where she held up what looked like Trump's severed, bloodied head. And she said, oh, it was a joke. She was trying to push the edge of comedy.
7: The devil made me do it, huh?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The devil made me do it. Of course, to her, I guess Trump... Is the devil. Yeah, made her do it somehow. Uh, Pretty amazing how that worked. The... The best tweet of the weekend I saw on this was by uh, actor James Woods, who said only a liberal could hold up a person's severed head and blame that person for their failures. Let's listen to some of Kathy Griffin. She held a press conference at the end. Uh, I believe it was Friday. Yes, Friday. She held a press conference and which she talked about why she did it. And she kept telling jokes during the press conference. She said, oh, I'm nervous, so I'm going to tell jokes. Of course they weren't funny (laughs) because she's never funny, but uh, here it is.
2: Um, I'm not afraid of Donald Trump. He's a bully. I've dealt with older white guys trying to keep me down my whole life, my whole career. I'm a woman in a very male-dominated field.
0: So she starts off by saying she's not afraid of Donald Trump and about how she's, you know, a woman in a male-dominated field somehow trying to play the victim. Um, Donald Trump didn't make you (laughs) take this picture. Donald Trump was the one you were mocking in this picture. And somehow you're the victim. Huh. Okay, but she did eventually apologize, sort of. Here's the place I can cut for myself.
2: Regarding the image that I participated in, that apology absolutely stands. I feel horrible. I have performed in war zones. The idea that this, you know, uh, made people think of this tragedy, to have been touched by this tragedy, is, is horrifying and it's horrible.
0: So notice how, and you pointed this out to me earlier, Tom Benson. We have, By the way, we have Tom Benson producing and Mike screening your phone calls at 407-916-5400. You pointed this out to me earlier, Tom Benson, but she never apologizes
7: to trump does she she doesn't apologize to anyone she's just apologizing because she got uh, backlash from her so-called fans
0: well she kind of apologizes because of the brutality of the way it looked i guess because she kept saying you know i've done routines in war zones or whatever so but she never really apologizes to trump or trump's family which is very interesting I thought, well, okay, let's play um, this next cut here boy. where, she, w- once again, she uh, continues to play the victim card.
2: What's happening to me has never happened ever in the history of this great country. What? Which is that a sitting president of the United States and his grown children and the First Lady are personally, I feel, personally, trying to ruin my life forever.
0: <laughs> you held up a picture where you held up Trump's severed, bloodied head and showed it to the world, and somehow Trump is trying to ruin your life? Why not just take responsibility for your own actions? You expected Trump not to say anything? You expected Trump's family not to defend him at all? Defending him at all is something that is... Never happened in the history of this country? How did we get to this point where immediately people play the victim card in everything when she's the one who did it? 407 916 5400. Text to 23680. We'll take your calls on this. And we have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFO. <laughs> So I thought one of the best uh, comments here from Kathy Griffin came from Ben Shapiro on his site. And he said this, talking about her saying she's a victim. Says, this is embarrassing for the left. It's embarrassing mostly because it demonstrates the idiocy of the stock leftist position that anyone who cries victim is a victim, not a cynical manipulator. The left believes, particularly on campus, that if you claim you've been a victim of racism, sexism or bigotry, we have to take your word for it. Nobody would ever claim otherwise. But for Griffin, such claims are transparent attempts to avoid responsibility. Inciting sexism or Trump brutality as reasons for her downfall, all Griffin does is undercut the value of the slur itself. That's exactly right. She's just trying to uh, deflect away. And it's easy to play the victim. And the thing is, there's probably a lot of people who don't like Trump who support what kathy did and what kathy says 407-916-5400 text to 23680 let's take a call here let's go to uh La- lars and hawthorne lars what's your take on this
4: well you know what i what i think is that uh kathy griffin is trying to put uh the toothpaste back in the tube after it has poured it out into the toilet
8: because
4: uh you know, that's gross, disgusting, and uh, otherwise uh, unsanitary. And anything that comes out of her mouth, as far as I'm concerned now, is pretty darn unsanitary. And that's my take on it. Thank you very All much. Right.
0: All right, Lars. Good good point on that. Let's go to a Scott and a Popka. Scott, what's your take?
4: Yeah, my, my question is, is who even knew who she was before this even happened? She's now she's in the spotlight missing that. And you know, she might not be afraid of Donald Trump, but she is afraid of the CIA and going to prison for two years. And I think that would be a fair thing to give her a two-year sentence, not a 10-year, and teach teach these people a lesson. Thank you.
0: Okay. Um, that's something we can take calls on if you want. I, I'm not going to go as far as say she be arrest- she should be arrested. I mean, I know we're getting a lot of people texting and calling and saying she should be arrested, she should be put in jail, the Secret Service should be after her. I mean, what she did was disgusting and she should take responsibility for the backlash and she should take responsibility for her actions and she deserves a lot of the criticism she's getting. But I mean, nobody, does anyone actually believe that she had any intention of actually cutting off Trump's head? No, she thought it was funny. She thought it would get a lot of attention from those who hate Trump. But to go as far as saying we need to arrest her and put her in jail for it, for type of speech, as offensive it is, I'm, I'm just not not going to go that far. I'm sorry. Let's take another call here. Gene in Sanford. Gene, what's your take on this?
11: Yes, I'm a, a Democrat. And for eight years, um, Obama was attacked, left and right, called from A to Z. Um, uh, Ted Nugent even threatened the president to kill him. And guess what? His 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 uh his present was uh, to be invited to the White House by Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump. He's called women all kinds of things from grabbing their. You know what I'm talking about? Blood come from this and that. Now the hypocrisy it goes on every day. It's 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 sad. And uh, well,
0: what do you mean I by? Mean, you got to
11: give the the Constitution, the First Amendment. You have to. She has that right. She didn't even say that. She just held a picture up. up, up
0: well, up, up, what up. what do you think about that though? About what she said? I mean, I'm not I'm not calling for her to uh, be arrested or anything.
11: No, I'm the hypocrisy that the the right always saying that the the liberals always doing, but it goes both ways. It does.
7: Well, but I you mean, when I when you Trump came out with
11: the that, the the, the the Democrats and the liberals always creating all this havoc. It goes both ways.
0: Okay, All right. I mean, when Trump said those uh, when those comments came out of Trump, I criticize him for it. But I mean, that doesn't take away the fact that I mean, what's going on? A noted comedian doing something like this, thinking it was okay. Don't you think that's worth criticism?
11: Yeah, that's worth criticism. But I'm saying uh, you you didn't hear it from the right when they start when they they talked about. I mean, you all for eight years. Y'all talked about Obama every day. He didn't get a break. He talked about his wife. You talked about uh, him. He had all kind of clown faces on. You know, he's this and that, and it's just the hypocrisy that that goes on every day in this country. It's sad to hear, it. but you know, I guess that's the fact of life we've been so in America.
0: All right, thank you for your call. I mean, this is that's usually the response I get from a lot of people. Oh, hypocrisy! You guys would have done the same with Obama. No, I don't think I would have supported anyone holding up Obama's severed, bloodied head in a picture. I, I don't remember that happening. And Ted Nugent got a lot of blowback for what he said about Obama. 407-916-5400. Text to 23680. Uh, it's 729 And Good Morning Orlando.
1: Going to be in Orlando this Friday night.
3: All in outs. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yay. I'm with you, Deb.
0: <laughs> yay.
3: Go, Holland Oats. Yeah, just you're, as soon as we big... get
1: to the next commercial break, I'm going to take him out for an attitude you, adjustment. You, uh,
0: <laughs> you're a big Holland Oats fan over there, Mr. Michael?
3: Look, your kiss is on my lips. <laughs> there you go. List. What'd I uh, say?
0: I, I have no idea what you said. You're just jelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. He just called me jelly.
3: Whatever. You're a rich girl.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. On that note.
1: Oh, the wheels on the show just fell right off, <laughs> didn't they? Just, it could get oh, worse. Well, it could what, get what worse. Could happen,
0: what, what happens when Tom Benson picks the bumper music? That's, he starts that's conversations happens. when he does the bumper there, music. There you
1: go. Yeah. See, he's a conversation starter. <laughs> Plus, he's yes. got those folks who are excited about Hall and, Oates, and I can't remember. I think it's Tears for Fears. There's another band that's going to be appearing with them this Friday night. Excited about the show.
0: Okay. I'm glad for them. That's <laughs> great. Now the I'm gonna get the backlash from There's the no Hollow Notes fans. No
3: good drum solos in Hollow Notes, so Mike doesn't like it. This yeah. is
0: very true. When Can I say I'm a hard rocker? I like <laughs> Yeah?
1: Yes. Which show would you what would be your ultimate concert experience? What what show would you just love to
3: see?
0: That's a good question. I mean my favorite band's Alterbridge.
3: Really? Knew yes. Knew he was gonna say that one. I saw you scamper away with an Alter Bridge uh vinyl album.
0: Yes. Okay, we we continue to talk about things that the audience does not care about at I know, all. I know, I <laughs> know, so,
3: I
1: know,
0: but I am very get...
1: fascinated that I just learned something about you I had no idea. Alter right. Bridge would have not have been the band I would have picked for you.
0: What did you think I was going to say?
1: I don't know, but Alter Bridge wasn't it. And then to hear that you scampered off with actual vinyl, like a record?
3: Yeah, and he was, yeah. he was talking I... about uh, vinyl last week, not in a great hey, way. Hey, uh, w- wow.
1: Well, a lot of people do like vinyl, and for those who've never experienced it, and you've just been listening to music compressed in a, you know, on your phone or whatever, you, you've got to listen to vinyl.
0: If you say so.
1: <laughs> I'm trying, man. We tried. I, there's I, I no way. No like
0: I, I know, definitely I not. I just not, think not in there's Elber a reason why we here. why vinyl went away because. Go, go go ahead. No. Go ahead with the latest news. I if I offended you too much that no. you will not even talk about the news no. now.
1: No, no, I'll talk about the news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to tuck my
1: tail and leave. More people are being questioned uh, in, Le- in the London Bridge terror rampage that killed seven people and left dozens more injured. Counterterrorism officers carried out fresh raids early today in East London, taking several more people into custody. Yesterday, police said a dozen people were under arrest. As expected, ISIS is claiming responsibility for the Saturday night attack. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Hopefully the next story will make you smile, Mike. A Texas veteran is relieved today after learning it wasn't vandals, but squirrels, that stole American flags from a memorial he'd put up in his yard.
0: The, the squirrels stole
1: them. They stole them, just red-handed. How high-pawed. did he find? <laughs> how did he find this out? Well, the Air Force vet's daughter says he laughed when a neighbor showed him video of squirrels making off with small flags from his yard in San Antonio. <laughs> The video shows. Two I want to see
0: this video. Is I it do out there? too.
1: I haven't seen it yet. The video shows two squirrels taking one of the small flags off a wooden stick and carrying it off. It wasn't just one flag. Oh no! The neighbor tracked the squirrels and found that the rodents used the ten small flags to build a nest in a nearby tree.
0: I'm looking up the video right now. It's just something. <laughs> funny about seeing a bunch of squirrels (laughs) run away with some flags. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll tell you the next story. Charges in the works are in the works against an Iowa City Council member accused of stealing water. Bill Ruck with the Comanche City Council allegedly tampered with his water meter. Police say his meter showed he used no water at all for more than two months last year, even though he was living at the home. Now, Ruck allegedly got away with some uh, relatively cheap on some of his water bills, but officials say it was illegal and he is facing theft charges. Ironically, Ruck's other job outside of the city council is working with water meters. Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> you know, it's not, water's not that expensive. Just pay the bill for crying <laughs> out loud.
1: Especially if you're on the city council and you work for the city to fix water meters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess that's how we knew how to do it. But.
1: Yeah, I, I'm thinking that's that's exactly All how. All right,
0: I'm, I'm watching this video right now. Yeah? This squirrel. <laughs> he, man, he got it. And he's fast, too. Oh, yeah, he's a squirrel. I can't <laughs> believe. <laughs> oh, I would have never thought in a million
1: years it was squirrels Well, him. And I know exactly. If the neighbor hadn't had shown him the video, he was thinking it was vandals who were purposely coming and destroying his memorial. But instead, now it's ended up to be something viral and funny, and I'm sure yeah. you're going to post that little, video at 1025wfla.com so everybody else can enjoy. It.
0: Someone needs to teach these squirrels some respect on the flag, though. Wow, I'm just saying.
1: I know, I hear you. <laughs> and finally, if you couldn't tell, from Mike, welcome to Monday.
0: <laughs> now, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of meat. You're in luck. Because today is National Veggie Burger Day. Mmm. They gave that just... thing a day? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than the look you just gave me. <laughs> if you want something with a kick to wash down that veggie burger, check the still. It's also National Moonshine Day. Now you're talking. And for <laughs> dessert, that's what you would need to <laughs> yeah, exactly. wash down a veggie burger. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and for dessert, if you're looking for a tasty tiny house, it's also National Gingerbread Day.
0: All right, the, the other two things were fine. I don't know why they decided to give veggie burgers a day. Who decided that?
1: I'm no. wondering why I included the story in this <laughs> newscast.
0: I mean, veggie burger is an oxymoron. Does anyone else realize this? That was developed
7: by the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> he sells all the veggies. It's his fault. That's right.
1: There are some good ones. Morning Star makes a pretty good veggie burger. Amy's, good veggie burger. It's not a burger. Well, for those people
7: who it's want to have a a, a
1: one day a week where they go meatless, meatless Mondays, it's usually when folks do that.
7: All right. Now there's a hamburger, Germany. Is there a veggie burger, Germany? I don't know. That's that it, there, there, that there is might, not possible.
0: There might be. All right. Listen, <laughs> there to there you two, do not is. make
1: me pull this studio <laughs> over. I will pull the both of you over my knee.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank, <laughs> on that note, thank you, Deb. <laughs> You'll be leaving the studio now. Oh, no, the building. (laughs) 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 All right. So, uh, well, we have that in Orlando's News. with our traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 W. And this is Yaffe, the producer, filling in for Bud. We have Tom Benson producing for me and Mike screening your calls at 407-916-5400. You can also text to 23680. You can keep in touch with me if you want. Just send me a firm request on Facebook. Search Michael Yaffe, send me your firm request. I will accept it. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Beyond Reason R. So, a couple of, speaking of Beyond Reason, Bill Maher, once again, said something pretty beyond reason when he was interviewing Senator Ben Sasse on his show over the weekend and got a lot of backlash for it, and rightly so, and the way he says it, and, and in fact, the context of it is even worse than him just actually saying it. Now, I had to bleep out the actual word, but uh, here is the exchange from his show.
8: Um, I've got to get to Nebraska more. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. We'd love to have you work in the fields with us. <laughs> work in the fields? That's part of that.
7: Senate. I'm a house. <laughs> no, it's... It's a show.
0: So he said, I'm a house N word. And a lot of people, especially in the black community are upset for him saying the N word and saying it in that context. And I can completely understand that he deserves the backlash. And the fact of the matter is the way he said it, he, he probably says jokes like that in person all the time. If it was able to come out just like that on live TV. And you know what? It really should go further than this though. Because let's face it, there are too many in our culture today, in everyday life, blacks and whites, really, who use that word just as flippantly as Bill Maher does it. It's a part of our culture that I think really needs to go away. Because it's it's not a word that should be used, and it should definitely not be used in the context it was used in. And we'll see what happens. They might suspend him. I don't know, could you imagine if a conservative said something like that? Could you imagine if Senator Ben Sass said something like that? You would have never heard the end of it. But speaking of Senator Ben Sass, one of the even more beyond reason things about this whole exchange is I noticed that there was a lot of uh, conservatives who started getting upset at Ben Sass for something Bill Maher said. Ben Sass had nothing to do with what Bill Maher said. But because Ben Sass was a never Trumper, didn't like Trump, we have to go after him, I guess. Which I think is I think is a little unfair. I really do. You know, Dinesh D'Souza, who I like a lot, I like his books a lot, he tweeted this out over over the weekend. He said the adolescent grin on Ben Sass's face when Bill Maher dropped the N-word, shows how eager the never-Trump GOP is for cultural acceptance. Really? Implying that Ben Sass was kind of okay with Bill Maher saying this because he just wanted to be accepted by Bill Maher in the culture. I mean, come on. This is just such a stretch. And I think the reason why there is a stretch is just because he didn't like Trump. This is what we're going to do now. We have to hate never-Trumpers more than we hate the left. And people like Bill Maher who say the N-word? Can we keep the focus where it belongs? I don't know. I just thought it was unfair. Especially when you're in an interview situation like that. And he was, Ben Sass was being the one interviewed. And he was on a show like that. I, you know, I just think it's kind of unfair to to go after, go after him like that. Now, Ben Sass did tweet later that upon reflection, he said... I wish I would have been quick enough to say in the moment, hold up. Why would you think it's okay to use that word? And of course you think of things to say after when ta- a lot of times when you're in the moment like that in interviews, I mean, you don't really know how to react, especially because you're not expecting a comedian to say something like that to you in an interview setting like that. So I just, I just saw that and I was like, come on. I, I understand a lot of people don't like Ben Sass because he didn't like Trump and that's fine. You can criticize Ben Sass for doing that, but to criticize him for not reacting like he was supposed to, it reminds me when a lot of the left would criticize George W. Bush, because when he found out about the 9-11 terror attacks, he didn't react like he should have immediately when he was in that school. They told it to him in his, in his ear. You could tell he was mad, but people thought he should have reacted. Bill Maher was one of those people who said that, actually. And it's like, what do you want him to do? What did you want Ben Sass to do? Get up and punch him in the face or something? I don't know. I just, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. If you disagree, you can call 407-916-5400 or text to 23680. We have the Rush Morning Update in Orlando's news, weather and traffic as well in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFLA. Yes, welcome back to Good Morning Orlando. You're on this Monday morning. I hope uh, you're all having a good morning. We've been talking about Bill Maher and his comments using the N word and um, he got a lot of criticism for it and rightly so, but then a lot of people criticized Senator Ben Sass, who was being interviewed for not quote reacting co- correctly, I guess, should have made a different face, should have got up and maybe punched him in the face. I don't know. I thought some of that criticism was really unfair. I mean, Sass never condoned what Bill Maher said or anything. So, but let's take a call on it. let's go to a Nate in Indie Atlantic. Nate, how are you this morning?
5: Hi, I'll try and be brief. What I'm saying here is simply Trump is nothing but our point, man, for jobs, economy, defense and borders. OK, 90 percent of the media is against Trump. We have to defend him. Ben Sass is a relative unknown senator, and I don't care if his
10: feelings are hurt.
5: If we lose Trump, we lose all four of those uh, things we want
4: to achieve. Uh, that's all I want to say. I, I, who cares about SAS. We're looking for getting this country going again. Thank you very much, sir.
0: Um, okay. I mean, it was kind of not what we were talking about, but all right. I understand he supports Trump. He doesn't like SAS for criticizing Trump. So, you know, there could be an argument made that criticizing Trump will keep him on point and make sure he does the right things. I don't know. My My approach is usually criticize him when he does something worth criticism. And praise him when he does something worth praising. That's kind of the approach I take to everybody. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't do that. All right. We're coming up. uh, Deborah Roberts is going to join us in the studio at the top of the hour. She's going to update us on the latest with the terrorist attack in London. And mice are sent to space to test test a bone drug. Let me say that again. Mice (laughs) are sent to space to test a bone drug um okay your guess is as good as mine on what exactly that means but deborah roberts will tell us all about that at the top of the eight o'clock hour at 759 and good morning orlando good morning orlando this is orlando's news weather and traffic here on news radio 1025 wfla filling in for bud i'm michael yaffe
1: and i'm deborah roberts and our top stories this morning london police continue their raids after saturday's terrorist attack and sending mice to the iss to test a bone drug we'll
0: have the details in one minute And it's Open Mind Monday. That's right. I'll take calls on any topic this hour. You can call 407-916-5400.
1: But first, let's take a look at your traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on The Tens.
9: look slow westbound on I-4 from Conroy Road into Kirkman Road. And eastbound I-4 slows from Cayley Avenue into Princeton Street. A serious accident investigation blocks southbound 436 at Old Cheney Highway, Try Forsyth Road instead. They're clearing a wreck from Maitland Boulevard. to Maitland Summit Boulevard had an accident on John Young Parkway at the Beachline entrance and a wreck on Spring Garden Avenue at Whisper Boulevard. If you see traffic problems... Call the Safe Touch Security to Planet 866-676-8477. From the traffic center, I'm Daisy Ash.
1: Your news radio 1025 exclusive AccuWeather forecast. More showers and storms are expected for our Monday, along with a high of 86 right now at the attractions. Still 73 degrees, 75 in Orlando under cloudy skies. <laughs> And good Monday morning. It's eight oh two on News Radio one oh two five. London investigators say they know the identities of the men who killed seven people and injured nearly fifty others over the weekend. Police say they'll release the names when they're confident that it won't harm the investigation into whether the attackers were part of a wider network. Dozens of people have been detained in the investigation. ISIS has claimed responsibility. The terrorist attack began Saturday evening when three men drove a van into people walking on the London Bridge. The attackers then. ran 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 into the busy Borough Market area where they stabbed a number of people. Police shot and killed the attackers. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Facebook says it wants wants its platform to be hostile to terrorists. The social media giant is responding to calls for closer regulation of the Internet after this weekend's terrorist attacks in London. Facebook director of policy Simon Milner said Sunday the platform works aggressively to remove terrorist content. Milner said, quote, «We want Facebook to be a hostile environment for terrorists». U.K. Prime Minister Theresa May said earlier Sunday that the Internet and big companies that provide Internet-based service give terrorist ideology what she called the safe space it needs to breed.
0: Uh, I was just, just going to point out that, um, you know, I don't have a problem with anything Facebook does on their site because it's their site. They can do what they want. But I, it does worry me a little bit when we start talking about governments really regulating the Internet. I know. It's, uh, you know, it's slippery slope kind of thing.
1: It's why they've got to do it. You know, it's it's like, you know, earlier when we did this story about ISIS claiming responsibility. And the story mentioned it. I mean, it, it's true. Their their press arm is the one who made the announcement. They shouldn't yeah. be allowed to have Instagram and Facebook accounts. They should be relegated to the dark web.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, true. They shouldn't I mean, have the mainstream, mainstream is, access. The, the problem is... You know, you you close one account, they just open another one. Yeah, exactly. It, it's almost impossible to, like, get rid of all the time.
1: It really is a Pandora's box.
0: Yeah, but uh, we'll take your calls on that, too, if you want. Should uh, governments start regulating speech? Because that's kind of what it would be.
2: It re- yeah, I mean, it Speech on the Internet yeah, in terms exactly. of radical
0: ideology.
1: Or should there be more pressure put on Facebook and other social media platforms to take this step ahead of what could be government regulation?
0: It looks like Facebook's already doing that. And what should they do? And what can they do?
1: What can they do? Yeah. Yeah, That that's that's a good topic, because the person who figures that out is the next billionaire. <laughs> exactly. The Florida Supreme Court will hear the appeal of a former Florida AM University band member who was convicted of killing a fellow band member. Florida's top court voted 4-1 to one to hear 30-year-old Dante Martin's appeal from the 2011 death of Robert Champion. Martin was sentenced to more than six years in prison in 2014. Martin was convicted of manslaughter and hazing in the death of Champion, who collapsed after after being beaten by members of FAMU's famed Marching 100 band when the band was here in Orlando. South Florida pop star Ariana Grande is thanking the city of Manchester for coming together for her One Love Manchester concert. I think that the kind of love and unity that you're displaying is the medicine that the world we need, really needs right now. So I want to thank you for being just that. And I want to thank you for coming tonight. I love you so much. The singer returned to the city Sunday, where a suicide bomber killed twenty two people after her show on may twenty second An emotional grande thanked her fans for quote, "Being so loving, strong, and unified. Grande, Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, Coldplay, and more performed to raise money for the victims of the attack. She closed the show by singing a very emotional Somewhere Over the Rainbow. About 50,000 people attended the sold-out event, and organizers expected to raise more than $2.5 million. It's now closer to $3 million. A total from the British Red
3: Cross is 13. I got to say, it was a it was a pretty amazing show.
1: It was. I was. I'm not normally one for live concert performances, but I was impressed.
3: Yeah, I, I, you know, it may have shed a tear or two. Who knows? It. How could you not? Really.
1: It, it I, was moving. It was. It really was, and I'm glad everyone was safe. Absolutely, they went above and beyond. And you know, the other thing too, I'm happy they went ahead with it. Oh yeah, me too. You know, absolutely. I think that's an
0: important message. It
1: really is. It's almost the same important message like the guy running from the Borough Street Market where the stabbing happened. Barely, I mean, he's not even walking fast, and he is still carrying his pint of beer in his hand. <laughs> he is being lauded as a hero in Cheers Britain today. Cheers to that, man. Cheers, exactly. They're saying, exactly listen, right. we, we, we withheld, you know, we withstood, rather, Nazi bombing of the city of London in World War II. These terrorists are nothing for Londoners. They'll take them on.
0: That's actually a really good that's a really good point. It is. You know, I, I had not thought of that. And, and
1: when you compare those days and when you talk to someone who ever lived during those bombings in London, you realize that, yes, these are still very scary and trying times, but kudos to the man who uh, didn't stop, didn't start running and never dropped his beer.
0: Yeah. If you drop the beer, the terrorists
1: win. You, exactly $7, right. seven. Well, it's even more d- dollars, seven pounds for a pint of beer. It's like $12. Yeah for a pint of beer. It's like at the theme parks. I know. Seriously. (laughs) And finally, the astronauts on the International Space Station will soon have some new roommates. Researchers at UCLA have sent up 40 mice to the station to test an experimental... Yeah, 40 mice running around the ISS. They're going to be testing an experimental bone drug. The rodents will be getting injections of a protein-modified to strengthen bone. Low gravity conditions on the station will assist in the research because it causes more rapid bone loss. You don't need the yeah. bones and skeleton like you do there. Half of the mice will eventually return to UCLA for further testing. The Dragon capsule is expected to dock at the ISS
0: at uh, 10 o'clock this morning.
3: Hopefully, Just no one let them loose.
0: I was about to say, hopefully the <laughs> Russian cosmonaut up there doesn't want to play a joke on the Americans or something, Let them loose. Well, maybe one around. of the
1: Americans should let one loose in a spacesuit.
0: I'm just saying. If There's, we're throwing out ideas. What do you need 40 for? You, 39's enough. Going to yeah. turn the
3: ISS into the New York subway. Yeah.
1: Pizza rat's going to make an appearance That's the next thing you know. Exactly right. WFLA Newstime 809. Read about a woman giving friends the gift of children free of charge. And unlike Micah teasing earlier that she's just dropping off her kids and saying, Here, you can have mine. <laughs> actually acting the part as a surrogate mother. You can read okay. the story. That's
0: a good story. Though. Yeah,
1: that is a good story. Although a lot of parents are like, shoot, I was hoping that was going to work. <laughs>
0: Wait, this is a program we can get involved in? <laughs> exactly. Where do I go? What time yeah. do they open?
1: Uh, the third hour of Good Morning Orlando with Mike Yaffe starts now.
4: News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 1025.
0: So there's like a billion different things going on in the world today and you can call about any of those things because it's monday and that means open mind monday call on any topic 407-916-5400 text to 23680 we'll have that in awareness news weather and traffic in just two minutes news radio 1025 wfo so by the way there's actually a lot of stuff that i haven't had a chance to get to in the show today that you can call on for one al gore was on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace, and Chris Wallace basically schooled him, <laughs> pointing out all of the predictions that he said would have happened by now in terms of global warming that have not come true. I know, shocker, surprise, surprise. So you can call on that if you want as well for Open Mind Monday. You could also talk about the state legislature. They're caving on Visit Florida. I think $25 million is plenty of money, plenty of funds. Revisit Florida, but he wants to put it right back up to $75 million. So you can call on that as well. And there was actually a piece in the Orlando Sentinel that admitted that they have no evidence that the Pulse nightclub shooter targeted that place because of homosexuals. They actually have no evidence of that. So you can call for that as well, 407 407- seven nine one six fifty four hundred or on anything you want to talk about for open mind monday let's take a call here rusty off the 417 how are you my friend
8: what's going on my man enjoying the show this morning I want to first mention we're talking about great live performances. The wonderful Alter Bridge, who you are correct, (laughs) is the greatest band in the world. Exactly right. With a lovely three-DVD set. There are local Orlando boys, too, except for the singer. He's an out-of-towner. But the rest of them are all uh, Orlando boys, FSU graduates.
0: Really? I didn't know that.
8: Yeah, man. Um, Wow. um, Mr. Uh, Scott Phillips, if he wasn't on tour, I hear is a a big listener of the uh, Front Porch. Uh, That may or may not be true. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you got me all psyched up for nothing. (laughs) Yeah,
8: no, uh, but you'll find him around town. He's downtown quite a bit. Um, Yeah, they have a a great three uh, DVD uh, live set from when they sold out. I believe it was in in London. uh, I'll have to check it out. coming out soon. So, yeah, check that out. The vinyl, you got the Last Hero vinyl. That's right on, man. Uh, Anyway, uh, talk about things that your listeners don't care about. Bill Maher. Oh, my God. Do people still find this guy relevant? And when he uses you'd be surprised, I mean, he's a comedian. Do we really care when washed up comedians use foul language to get attention? I mean, isn't that kind of like Carlin Dowd in the 70s? I I feel like uh, nobody cares anymore. And I'm talking about nobody cares. Dinesh D'Souza, who, who cares? He's a he's an idiot creationist, young earth moron who's also a convicted felon who tried to well, it was it was rigged like an election wasn't it he he paid somebody to uh, to Well to yeah
0: I mean it was kind yeah. of it was kind of an election law thing I mean I don't yeah, know it wasn't it, the biggest you know, deal in the world rig- to be honest
8: for, for trying to rig an election so who cares what he thinks either anyway love Michelle right. I found you on Facebook we'll see what you think about Facebook censorship when you and I start hitting at it in the
0: comments <laughs> Exactly right thanks Rusty I appreciate your call <laughs> Thanks man Big Alterbridge fan. Can't, can't go wrong there. I'm not as harsh on Dinesh D'Souza. I thought his criticism of Ben Sass was unwarranted. But I do like Dinesh's books. You know, his book, What's So Great About America, is really a great read. So I can't be too harsh on the guy. But in terms of criticizing Ben Sass for not reacting quickly enough against Bill Maher, I mean, let's focus the criticism to Bill Maher, who actually said it. <laughs> not Ben Sass who was being interviewed. I just... Just seemed a little ridiculous to me. You can call on any topic if you want. 407-916-5400 or text to 23680. We'll have that in Orlando's news, weather and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFLA. All right. And I'm getting some texts in. You can call 407-916-5400 or text to 23680. I have one person who obviously doesn't like Ben Sass, mostly because he criticized Trump. Um, Another person said this, we were talking about how, um, you know, one of her said, we survived the bombing of World War II. We can take on these terrorists now. One person said, not the same as World War II. People weren't out sightseeing unaware. Sounded alarm when bombs were coming. So at least in World War II, they had some kind of warning is what he's saying. Very interesting uh, angle on that as well. All right, let's take a call here for Open Mind Monday. Let's go to Mike in Orlando. Mike, uh, what's your take and what's your topic this morning?
5: Hey, I'm calling a complaint about your previous caller who was trashing Dennis Souza. Okay. He made it sound like there was this big campaign, like this Hillary thing, to skew an election. He made a donation that went over the federal limit. He pled guilty to one felony and was the only person convicted of ever having to do this, and it was a Senate campaign. So for him to say he's trying to rig an election, either he doesn't know what he's talking about or he's exaggerating to make it sound like he's a bigger authority than he really is.
0: Do Do you Dinesh, think um, they targeted Dinesh for his political bingo. views?
5: Yes. In 2010, Dinesh targeted Barack Obama openly and publicly, mysteriously – The IRS and all those other agencies who don't pick on American citizens started picking on him, and four years later, (laughs) he was forced to plead guilty in federal court. I actually Googled it. I'm looking it up, and he uh, seems to be the only person who was convicted and did any sort of jail time. Now, every time we hear about people giving money to a Democrat, the Democrat simply gives it back, but we never hear about the donor who gave too much – Uh, Being convicted or being charged with a crime, yes, Dinesh was picked on. It was political. The IRS, we've all seen it. They're probably, hopefully, not doing it under Trump. Interesting. No.
0: Uh, No. All right. Thank
5: you for my call.
0: Yeah, no problem. I mean, I I personally like Dinesh. I just thought his criticism of SAS was a little unwarranted. Let's take another call here. Let's go to Chris in Orlando. Chris, uh, what do you want to talk about this morning?
4: I want to talk about the latest attack in London. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Theresa May, who's the prime minister, was home secretary for six years before becoming prime minister. She did absolutely nothing about this business. She was responsible for the security of the British people during that period. And now that she's prime minister, the best she seems to be able to do is to complain that the Internet needs to be restricted. This is foolishness of the first order.
0: So, yeah, what do you think, what do you think about that uh, calling for the Internet to be regulated?
4: I think it's outrageous. I really do. I think this is the last thing we should do. We should be rounding up these people. They've got thirty five hundred people that they've identified as potential terrorist threats in Great Britain and they haven't rounded them up. This is foolishness. This is dangerous and it's killing people.
0: Gotcha. All right, Chris. Thank you. One thank you. One f- more thing. Oh, go ahead.
4: A dem- one more thing. There's a demonstration on Saturday at Valencia East against Sharia law. Please show up. Ten to two. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I agree with them. I would not be for regulating the internet. You know, it's once again going after an inanimate object, not the people who actually did it. And once you give the government that much power, it it could go down a very dangerous road. We're seeing that right now with how much power the NSA has over wiretapping and spying on people's phone calls and emails and so forth. It will start based on good intentions with, oh, we have to stop terrorism. But it will always go down more once you open that door for the government to have that much power. I personally think it's a dangerous road. All right, we have Deborah Roberts who's going to come at the bottom of the hour and update us on the latest news. She's going to talk about the latest with the London terror attack. And it was a dangerous weekend for Volusia County Sheriff's Deputy. She'll talk about those stories. And we have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 1025 WFL. Yes, this is the perfect music for me. Is, right? this, is this from Shaft? Oh, come on now!
3: <laughs> Hush what your a, mouth.
0: <laughs> what a better way to What a better way to introduce? There is no better way to introduce me.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. They say that, <laughs> that fellow Mike is a bad mother. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and you correct. know the
1: words to Shaft. I am duly impressed with our phone screener this morning
7: trivia exactly who wants to know uh, here's a great trivia question who are the girls in the doing the backup in this song who say Check. who who are they supremes close i think, have no idea. think tony orlando and dawn the two ladies from dawn
3: oh to remember yeah. that
7: one yeah who yeah. is it come on Tom. uh telma hopkins and i can't remember the other person's name I'm impressed you remember yeah. Telma
1: Hopkins. Wow. And even knew who was in the background going, yeah.
3: <laughs> Damn right.
1: <laughs> Can I just turn the microphone over to you? And... Apparently
0: it was Michael Formasano in the background. <laughs> Apparently. It was him. That was pretty good. <laughs>
1: That's what he wanted to be when he grew up.
3: Yeah.
0: A tall Our...
1: African-American law enforcement officer. <laughs> good luck with that.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm working on, uh, you know, writing the, the papers now, signing the contracts, you Good. know. Uh-huh.
1: yeah. You know, yeah, I know? bet.
3: I A little bet. blast
1: from the past, uh, past for everybody else,
0: though. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, on that note, Deborah Roberts, <laughs> you have uh, some news for us.
1: <laughs> have you been trying to corral everyone and make everyone
0: behave? What? No, I gave up on that a long time
1: ago. (laughs) That's over. That's over. Well, uh, fresh raids in East London are not over this morning, and they've landed even more people in custody in, in connection with the London Bridge terror attack. That's in addition to the five women and seven men police say they previously arrested in connection with the Saturday Night Rampage. At least seven people were killed and dozens more were injured when three men drove a van into people On London Bridge, before getting out and stabbing others at nearby Borough Market, police shot and killed the attackers. ISIS is claiming responsibility. This news brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. In local news, a Volusia County deputy escaped injury after the sheriff's office says the deputy was shot at while investigating a trespassing complaint near Lake Helen, and the search for the shooter continues. The sheriff's office says the deputy was doing a patrol east of Kicklighter Road, that's near Sand Crane Lane, when he came under fire in a wooded area. Deputies say he was out of his patrol car and returned fire, but it's not known if a suspect was hit. Deputies and a K-9 unit were dispatched to the area along with the sheriff's office helicopter. Orange City and Lake Helen Police Departments are helping with the search. Meanwhile, another Volusia County Sheriff's deputy is injured after allegedly getting dragged by a criminal suspect. Volusia County cops say 27-year-old LaRodney Bennett was arrested yesterday after a traffic stop on North Center Street. Authorities say the cop hurt his hand while reaching inside the car as the suspect drove off. Police say Bennett crashed his car into a tree before he was apprehended. He was taken to the hospital and booked into jail. The officer, thankfully, is expected to be okay. If you drive around long enough, you can easily learn to recognize a Florida Highway Patrol trooper's car from a distance. But now, the FHP is unveiling its newest tool to catch speeders and other traffic law violators. They're now using stealth cruisers, no. which look like any other car until they get up close and pull drivers over. Now, the FHP says it's not trying to be sneaky.
0: Yes, they are. Just
1: trying to keep the road safe from aggressive, distracted, they, and drunk drivers.
0: They are being sneaky. They want those speeding tickets.
1: Yeah, you, you got to look for the slick top. See, before you could look for the light bar. Uh on the top of the car. And then they went to Slick Top Cruisers so you wouldn't be able to see the lights. And now you won't even know it's a trooper.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's not going to stop you, Deb, though. I was just
1: about to say, (laughs) I will let you know what one of those trooper uh, self-cruisers look like as soon as I'm the first one pulled over. (laughs) I have no doubt. A Coconut Creek woman is arrested for arson after cops say she admitted to the act. Coconut Creek police arrested 44-year-old Jeanette Pacheco Saturday for setting fire to an apartment unit. Authorities say she started the fire to cover up stealing $160. She's booked into the uh, Broward County Jail on a $50,000 bond.
0: I really, I need to know more of this story because was, I mean, did anyone know that she had stole the money? Like, or did the fire just give attention to the fact and that And then she when stole they the started money?
1: questioning her about the apartment fire, then they found out, oh, this is why she set the fire because she did admit to it.
0: Yeah, it's like if you didn't set the fire. Right. Or, I mean, if you want to get rid of the, I mean, did the money catch on fire too? So many questions I have. For this, I know. For this That's why I'm not, even, I'm not even looking you in the eye. I'm like, dude, I got I, enough to I'm do not, today. I'm not trying, I, am not gonna. I don't know why I'm trying to add, <laughs> trying to find a logical, reasonable reason for really? any of this. I why mean, did really? I even go that way? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like trying to find the real answer and it's just, she's crazy. <laughs> she's, That's the answer. <laughs>
1: All right, here's a good story for you that I promise I won't ruin. OK, and I know this is one that is near and dear to your heart. E- OK. Uh, finally, going to church may help you live longer, which really? means you're probably going to live to be 150. A new study Miss
0: church yesterday.
1: Well, a new study finds mm. that middle-aged adults who go to church, synagogues, mosques and other places of worship reduce their mortality risk get this by 55 percent. Really? That's a huge number. Researchers at Vanderbilt University studied data collected by the CDC and also found that those who attend religious services are less stressed. The lead author says a key factor is that churches are places where people can find social support.
0: Well, that makes sense. Uh, Yeah, I think the spiritual support
1: comes in handy,
0: too. Yeah, well, I've heard that, yeah, spiritual support and faith is something that helps people. It does. In terms of it helps people get uh, well sooner when they're sick. Helps them helps.
1: avoid being sick by getting less stressed and thinking there's exactly. no solution to the problems.
0: It helps them in uh, survival situations. They've noticed that people who survive really dangerous situations, oftentimes it's they because it's of their faith. Yeah.
1: See, so. I knew I would have a story that would, Yeah. you know. That's un- good. Until it reminded you that you missed church yesterday.
0: Yeah, I'm going to hell. No, you're not.
3: You're just only going to live to 120 instead of (laughs) 150.
0: Dang it. All right, I'll
1: take it. (laughs) Thank you, Deb. You're welcome. You can get these stories and more at 1025wfla.com. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando with Mike Yaffe and Open Mind Monday continues now.
0: Yes, and we'll take uh, more of your Open Mind Monday calls. You can call 407 Nine one six fifty four hundred, or you can text to two three six eight zero, and we'll do that. Coming up next, it's eight forty on Good Morning. Girl. This is the music. That little, that's what they're using for the new Mummy movie. That music, they are. It's the Stones. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not excited about it. No. I don't know. It looks okay.
3: They are. They already. They already have a mummy. Okay. I mean, those movies
0: were not the great. They were good, but they were not the. That's not the point. It. it okay, you're just holding on to the past, is what it is.
3: <laughs> you don't right, see we, them. You don't see them making a a, a, a Casablanca with Tom Cruise or a. Uh, I'll give Another them time. classic. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, give them time. The Mummy <laughs> is one of the uh, uh, all-time cinema classics of our time. The Mummy? All right, that might be a stretch, but yes. that's not the point.
0: I was like, did you see that movie? All right, let's take a call here for Open Mind Monday. Let's go to Bob in Orlando. Bob, how are you this morning?
10: Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, my My hypothesis, or the reason Congress is messed up, is we're woefully underrepresented. Have you ever... Written a letter to your federal representative and got a response that was in a form letter. No, I haven't ever written one either. Grayson, Webster, Demings, I'd write my my well-worded letters to those guys, and you get a form letter. Uh, when we elect these people, we don't elect a bunch of screeners to, to toss our emails. Okay, so show of hands there, uh, Alan Spector, uh Deborah Roberts, they ever written a letter to their uh, representative and got gotten a response? No. Okay, so here's what we do. We get uh, Tom, you know Paul Ryan and the House representative to set up 435 forums. You, you preload the, uh, the forums with the name and address and social security number or some sort of ID for every constituent. Do you know how many constituents there are per rep, Mike? seven hundred and fifty thousand yeah there, there's now they they ran out of chairs in the house of representatives they says Oh, well, we'll just cap it at 435 now members of parliament english have 235 constituents per mp
0: so you we think have, so that's an interesting idea actually bob that's yeah, actually that's a really, that's really that's interesting idea so you think there actually should be more representatives in the house of representatives
10: that's why I'm calling Bud. So we could, you know, we could double the number of reps, which would be completely unreasonable, uh, and it wouldn't help. They'd all be prima donnas. Here's how you do: you have you have the forum where you log in. You don't need to fill out a one-page form to send an email to your rep, and and everybody votes up or down. You know, thumbs up, thumbs down on every message. And the message and you need to have your name on the message, and and you can't flood the mailbox from other districts. And and I tell you, if if three or four hundred thousand people in a district like something, that dude better pay attention, or he'll be out in two years. Okay,
0: interesting. Now. All right, Bob, I appreciate your call. Interesting uh, little take has a has a way of changing Congress. He w- he was saying at first, I thought he was saying the interesting about adding more representatives. Maybe there should be less. Constituents per, per representative, which would add more representatives. that I never thought about that before. I, I'd have to do more thinking on that. Although he said that wouldn't make a difference and he had his idea for a but I don't know. I don't know why the whole idea of adding more representatives kind of uh, attracted my attention. All right, we're going to move on to sound judgment 407 916 5400. 407 916 5400 for your chance to win a great prize. And of course, we have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes news radio one at two five wfo and this is yaffe the producer filling in for bud but we'll be back tomorrow we got tom benson producing today and michael screening your calls at 407-916-5400 and we still have an open line because what better way to end the show on a monday than to play our sound judgment game for a great prize but before we get to the question Michael's going to tell you what that prize is.
3: Yes, our winner today gets a four-pack of passes to the advanced screening of The Mummy before it hits theaters. This summer, welcome a New World of Gods and Monsters. Universal Pictures presents Tom Cruise in The Mummy. In theaters, Real D, 3D, IMAX 3D, June 9th, rated PG-13.
0: 407 and 916-5400 for your chance to see that advanced screening. I actually want to see it. I might actually go. Uh, on Friday to that advanced screening. So it'd be a chance to meet me as well if you win. So, I mean, I don't know what's the better prize, the movie you're getting to meet me. Okay, stop laughing in there me. Stop laughing in there. All right, all right. Today's question, I'm going to play some audio from a famous athlete. This audio is from last year, but this famous athlete was seen over the weekend playing golf with President Trump at Trump National in Virginia. Here's some audio from that athlete and use your sound judgment to tell me who is this major athlete.
11: I revere football. I love the game. So you don't have to wonder if I'll miss it. Absolutely. Absolutely, I will.
0: Yes. So who is that famous athlete? This athlete was seen playing golf with President Trump over the weekend. Uh, let's go to line one here. Line one. Who was that famous
5: athlete?
0: All right, you got you to gotta listen. You got to listen on the you. Re- I mean, listen over the phone, turn on your radio. Let's go to line four. Line four, who was that athlete?
4: I'm going to take a wild guess. I couldn't hear it. Tiger Woods.
0: No, that was not correct. This famous athlete was uh, seen playing golf with President Trump over the weekend. Who was it? Let's go to line three. Would that be Charles Berkeley?: No, 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 no. Okay, okay, Tom Mencey, can you play that audio one more time for me? This famous athlete, here's some audio from a year ago, but this athlete was seen playing golf with President Trump over the weekend.
11: I revere football. I love the game. So you don't have to wonder if I'll miss it. Absolutely. Absolutely, I will.
0: Come on, this is easy. This is really easy. Let's go to line two.
11: Uh, Peyton Manning?
0: Yes, Peyton Manning. Yes, according to several reports, Manning and Senator Bob Corker were guests of the president at Trump National Golf Club in Sterling, Virginia, and visited the White House later in the day. So Peyton Manning, and and that audio I played was from his retirement press conference when he announced he was retiring last year. All right, you are our winner. Are you excited about the prize? Oh,
8: definitely, yes.
0: Awesome! I I seriously might go to this screening as well. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh,
5: Julio from Deltona.
0: Julio from Deltona. All right, Julio. Uh, we'll put you on hold, and Mike will tell you how you can get that prize. And uh, congratulations on that. So, I th- I think I think the new Mummy movie could look pretty good. Maybe are you a fan of Tom Cruise at all? Right. Tom Benson.
7: Heavens, no. Really? No, not at all. You don't no. like
0: any of his movies? No.
7: Never, haven't seen one. Had no desire. You
0: don't like the Mission Impossible movies? Nope.
7: None. Really? Yeah. Isn't that something? They're fun? like the greatest like action movies ever. I've seen replays of the couch incident with uh, Oprah, though. Is is that what really turns you off from him? <laughs> not really. I just you, do, you didn't I like just him have, before? I just don't go to the movies that often. And uh, if I'm going to rent something or watch it on TV, it's certainly not going to be him. So. <laughs> so,
0: what kind of movie does Tom Benson rent?
7: Oh, geez, you don't want to get into this. Uh, historical things, you know. I'll, I'll... Well,
0: he was in Valkyrie. That was a historical mm-hmm. movie. It was great in that movie. Yeah. No?
7: <laughs> Maybe I'll try it someday. <laughs>
0: the, the hatred of Tom Cruise in the control room. I just. I find it fascinating. I actually uh, uh, saw some movies over the weekend. I haven't seen the new Wonder Woman movie yet. I heard that was pretty good. So, I'll, I'll definitely have to see it all right i thank you all for uh, joining me today for this monday edition of good morning orlando uh filling in, in the big chair don't worry bud we'll be back tomorrow morning talking the latest news we'll see what the latest is in the reaction to this london terrorist attack i'm sure we'll have the identity of the perpetrators by tomorrow and a lot of other stuff going on in the news especially with donald trump once again tweeting this morning so we'll get all kinds of reaction to that and we'll have Orlando's news weather and traffic as well and um i'm on the show just like bud does god bless you and god bless america see you next time